Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I'm your host, Rob Lee, and uh, today's guest is Butch Dawson. I, I don't even, I can't, you got all of the, you got all of the, uh, yeah, all of the superlatives, artists. I see you in like print ads. I see you in media. I see you everywhere, but I got the artist Butch Dawson here. What's going on, everybody? So, um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Um, so I want to get right into some of these questions. Uh, cause I don't, I don't like to waste time on this podcast. I don't like to waste time. Um, so describe what you do because like, I think I've been following you for a while. And I think since like, I think it was like maybe 2017, 2018 that I became aware because I'm, I'm old and I don't know anything. And no, <laughs> so I consider myself old too, man. I consider myself. I just turned, I just turned 36, man. So I'm, I'm a little, a little older than you, but yeah, yeah. Um, nine years. Okay. Uh, so describe, describe your work, describe your like musical style and like ultimately what the whole presentation is, because it seems like you're a visionary and that you know exactly what visuals you want to put out there, the music you want to put out there, that whole package. So I'm gonna let you do it. Describe it, please. Uh, well, yeah, me, like I, I come from a background of just like pure, just juxtaposition, which means it's like things that, things that make sense things that don't make sense, it kind of just makes sense when I do it. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. I come from a background where it's like my father, he was like a, he was a street rapper. He was in the streets. He put me onto a lot of street music. And my mother, she was like, kind of like the, the artist side of the family. Like she used to do art, but she always listened to different music, and, um, experimental music, alternative rock, all types of shit. So I kind of got the best of both worlds as, to far as, as far as it's like my taste of music. But it, it it allowed me to just like step out a little bit and you know step out the hood and just see see a lot of the city for like what it is and um it kind of just like you know made me more creative as a person and I got uh, into the arts I just got into the arts I like you know drawing I like doing all that type of stuff and it eventually led me to doing like editing videos and just all types of creative creative outlets. I, I just always wanted to do it, but my main thing was rapping. And so yeah. making beats that that came around like when I like when I was coming up. So I learned that and I just was getting better at it. But basically I had all these things that I like to do, but I wanted to incorporate that with my music. And so like that's when I just started trying to like develop myself as an artist, as a brand, create that world around the music. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I try to step out of that, um, that label as like a rapper. Cause like, I feel like I'm an artist and I know a lot of people say stuff like that. I know like that's the cliche thing to say, but uh, for me, like I look at my art, I look at my music as like a piece of art on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. And it's like you can have all types of art around your house, stuff that's on the walls, like your masterpieces. People be having art just laying on the wall. That's like the unfinished work. It's, that's how I look at it. And um, you really got to like, you know, paint that picture with your music for real, for real. And also like even when motherfuckers like be get feeling some type of way when somebody don't like their music, like, artists don't really like care for real. It's just like, that's what it's supposed to do. You're supposed to make you feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, so that's, that's the thing with, with art. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I look at it. I'm, I'm a big on projects. Like I like to put out projects like 
fuck the music. I already got the music situated. But what I like to do is just like create the world around that. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that I always get excited about when I put out a project is just, you know, creating a package. Cause that's what, that's just, you know, what I like to do. I'm real good at that. So it's, it's creating a more immersive experience. And that's, and that's why I had that hesitation in the beginning. It wasn't, it wasn't jitters. I was like, I'm not going to say, you know, rapper, Butch Dawes. I was like, nah, I need you to really break that down because I see it. And, you know, that's the thing that really, I think it's kind of, kind of timely and, and timeless where if you have more than just, Oh, I like this song or I like this instrumental or I like this video. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's that full package looking like? And it's like, this is where this person was at in their arc. This is what they were doing. These are the visuals that were associated with it. So, you know, I've been really listening to the most you know recent weekend album, what have you. And to me, it's a whole thing and it, and it's intentional in that way. It's like dude is wearing this and it's telling a story yeah. that I think is really easy to get, but that's what I'm looking for. And that's the thing that really captured me and brought me in more than some of these other like songs that, you know, I've been saying for a minute with very few exceptions, music, music has felt disposable for the last 10 years. And I, and it's just for me, I don't feel anything kind of what you were saying earlier where you got to feel something. It's yeah. like, whether you like, I don't really mess with that. Or it's like, yo, I, I really fucks with this. You got to feel something with it. Uh, the, the, that's, and that's one thing that I'll be trying to like, one thing I try to get across to like people who just discovering my music and stuff and just trying to like hone in on a sound where, you know, is appealing, but I could also, you know, be experimental. And, um, you know, from, from first impression, when people listen to stuff, you know, they either gonna like it or not like it, but also, you know, you notice like, if you don't like a song, you probably see the music video that make you like the, the song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I try my best to turn non-believers to believers and what, you know, the music is just not enough. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, the music, not enough. People don't care. Like people care about the bars and everything, but it's, it's, it's way more than that. It's more detailed. And for me, it's, it's really just all about the aesthetics and how people like uh, perceive it when I, when I put these projects and stuff out. Yeah. And I, and I think that has to come from like, if a person is involved, like, you know, you, you may have a team of people that you're working with. It's like, they get your vision, but that's a key thing. It's like the vision has to be received and accepted by all parties or just doesn't work. It's just like, that's, there's a clash, but a clash in a way that it's not effective. It doesn't give you that juxtaposition you're looking for. It's just like, this doesn't go with this. There, there, there was, um, back in the day, like it was this, uh, show, um, MTV, uh, making a video. Right. And I used to like say, you know, that's just trash. Like I want to remake the video, you know, <laughs> like this would be better for what they're putting out. Yeah. So for you, what, what is integral to your work as an artist? Like what are like important, like three important things for you to like get in that space of, all right, this is what I'm having for this project. This is what I want to do. Um, I feel like just, I want to say the last thing is just execution. Cause if I do have an idea, it's always important to execute it and just build up, like just build up that content. But, um, I would say like three things that support me. Um, 
Make it like sure, tangible if you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, just making sure that I'm like getting everything done because it's like I I'll be doing all types of shit. So <laughs> yeah, I feel did. I feel like if if I you know when I knock my errands out, then it's, it's more easy for me to like just. So if I'm if I'm just staying uh, productive, like that's one of the things that I that really like just get me to the next. Because once I'm starting, then I'm you know I'm going and I'm eventually going to finish it. It's just about me like you know starting the shit. Um, I would say hmm, the the second one, the second one. It's like having that first one it, to me sounds like, and, I, and I'm padding right now for me. And that first one is like having that plan. Like I find that like I'm knocking out three, four, and it's not the same as like a, a project or what have you that you're working on. But as far as what, what my uh, creative practice is, I, I'll have like, four maybe four interviews in a day right and it's like all right i need to have questions i need to have artwork i need to have a bio it's like i need to check all of these things off and i need to have something written there so i could check it and because when you get calendars involved especially dealing with y'all creatives <laughs> it's just like oh shit my bad bro i'll be on or it's just like I yo I the whiteboard all that yeah i gotta get all that shit that's that's and that's what's really just getting me going because i like i, I work from home I've been yeah. from home, so I got the studio and shit. I got the setup, all that. And so, I mean, for me, like, it's it's just about the time. And it's like, now I'm not running on nobody else's time. So I got all this time in the world, and I need to just, you know, I need to do something with it. But if I'm not doing anything with that time, I'm just going to end up forgetting the shit or forgetting what I got to do. It's, it's, it's so easy for me to just, like, get scatterbrained and forget some shit. Yeah. And I, and I hear that's the thing that, that some creators run into. Like, um, I know that for, for me, I, I'll just have like little goofy ideas and shit. Like I get hit with those, um, those sparks of creativity and it's like, I'm not thinking linear. I'm thinking more broadly. And it's like, okay, this is, this is funny here, or this is interesting here. You know, I should interview that person. And it's like, this isn't a straight line. You need to gather yourself and figure out what's the next step on what you have to complete. Mm -hmm. No, that's the truth, man. That's the truth. I feel like I feel like that's for me. Like that's that's about it. Like I just be I just be working from the house trying to get all this all this stuff done remotely. So um, I'm gonna put internet uh, connection in there then. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, it it really don't take that much for me to like get going since I'm since I'm in here. It's COVID. I ain't got ain't really a lot of people around. I got you know peace and quiet. Can get a lot of shit. I dig it. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's look at, let's look at um, music and, and you know how people would ask you the goofy, what are your influences? I'm not going to ask that, but uh, what, what's the first album you own that you recall? Like I got this, I got this first album and how did you acquire it? Um, the first album that I got, I want to say it was, I want to say I had got mixtapes before I had bought albums, mm -hmm. but, um, it was Young Jeezy, Gangsta Grills. Okay. And um, I mean, I got that off the streets. Like you get that, like as, as well. You should. <laughs> yeah, I was with my mother at the crab store, and I like, I don't know if I bought it or she bought it for me, but I know like that was like the first thing that I owned. That was like the first 
like physical copy of like music that I own. Other than that, everything was off like LimeWire or like you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some old shit. But no, that was like the first uh, tape that I bought, and I think the first um, album that I physically bought it was either uh, N.E.R.D. Fly Die or um, or Kanye West graduation when um it, him and Fifty Cent was doing that battle. Yeah, I, I, I the the first one and I talked about it in one of the other podcasts I, I do. Um, the first thing I got I got shaded from my by my dad. It was uh shit um it was Wu Tang's like double album or what have you. I got it for like my birthday one year. And the terrible thing about some parents, especially my dad being like a dude from the fifties, he put the tape in, didn't ask me, just popped it in literally tapes. And he's like, huh, a lot of whining on this. Fuck this shit. Just took it out. And I was like, yo, this is my birthday present. What's good. Um, uh, so now this kind of goes into I think you, you answered this already. This kind of goes into it. I want you to kind of hit on that again. Um, what some people like, others do not. I, I'm, I'm sure you've received positive and negative feedback during your career and just putting your, your content out there. How, how do you handle that negative criticism? I think I know the answer, but I want you to hammer that home again. Um, I mean, I just, I just look at it, honestly. Like, I feel like every, all types of criticism is just good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, everybody choose their battles type shit, but I really don't care about what people got to say about my art. Like, you know what I'm saying? The good, the good always is, um, you know, ideal, but, you know, even the negative comments is, we need that. I mm-hmm. feel as though we need that, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you're really not going to, I don't know, it just need to be, it just need to be some kind of balance, you know? And, it need to be people out there who love your music and it need to be people out there who really don't feel like that about your music and create a debate of like why and totally you know it's it's, it's i feel like that's a, a healthy thing for music but uh yeah I, I don't i don't i don't really i don't really be caring like it's all it's all it's all comments like they talking about they talking about butch so yeah. it's cool <laughs> Is is that rather than like since you're if you're putting it out there, you know what I mean? Like rather rather than someone just like not even talking about it, like being ignored or not even being considered, it's like you rather have like as you said, they're talking about you, whether it's good or bad. It's just like you're still talking about me though. So obviously it made you feel something and you know, that's the the testament of art. That's what art's supposed to do. Yep. So you've been creating an out here for years. I was looking up I was looking up articles. I did research. Uh, so <laughs> what inspires you after all of these years that what still inspires you being like, you know, a guy from West Baltimore, you know, where I'm originally from West Baltimore as well. Yeah. I, I've, I feel like it's not a lot that really like inspire me no more, but it's like the motive is it's like certain motives that keep me going and is, um, you know, still, still having to like take care of my family and, um, mm-hmm. Just still being from West Baltimore and, um, you know, I got nieces and nephews and shit and I want to be able to like take care of them the right way and just be able to like just better my future and shit. So they just are my motives uh, right now just just to do just to do this and uh, 
I don't know. I, I just try to. I just try to protect my energy too. And just stick. You know, I stick to my circle. And you know, we are. We are still working. Try to get a lot of stuff done. And uh, you know, that's that's what's kind of keep my mind going for real. For real, I'm, I've been trying to stay real productive this year. Just dealing with a, a wicked ass uh, 2020. So like right now, I'm just like rechanneling rechanneling my energy, protecting it and make sure like, you know, my, my mental is healthier. That's, that's important because, um, you know, we're all, we're all like social creatures. Right. And when you're inside, you just, any of those different things, I know like generally creatives are very sensitive individuals, regardless of what they really put out there, but they can be relatively sensitive individuals. So if you're not getting that feedback loop or you're not doing things that actually help with that process. Like I know for what I do, I got to be around people to see people doing dumb shit so I can talk about it and make fun of it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to do that, then it's just like, I don't have, I don't have my resource. I don't, I don't have it the same way or even traveling. Like every year I go traveling and it's like, yo, I'm stuck in my house in East Baltimore. This is balls. I don't find not fucking with it. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, you try to protect it and you try to just make sure you're putting out good stuff. And I, I'll say like, you know, kind of echoing that sentiment, like, you know, before COVID started, I was in season one of this podcast. I'm already planning season four because I'm just cranking out so many damn episodes because people are like, yo, I'm free. What's good? This episode of Getting to the Truth in This Art is brought to you by Charmington Holistics. If you're like me, you realize that now more than ever, it's important to have your wellness in check. That's where Charmington Holistics tonics come in hand. Charmington Holistics Tonics contain a combination of nutrient-packed superfoods with herbal support and are meant to be enjoyed daily. These tonics are good and good for you. They can be enjoyed in a variety of beverages from coffee to cocktails. My favorite is Tummy, which contains turmeric and tastes just like root beer. These tonics are a wonderful way to add extra herbal support and nutrition into your diet. Head on over to the Best Little Herb Shops Instagram today at Charmington Holistics. So obviously I've seen you in, in many of pictures and doing the fashion thing. Um, so it appears that fashion's a thing for you. Uh, who's your, who's your fashion icon and why do you, do you have one? Uh, you know, Pharrell uh, off top, you know what I'm saying? And that's like from long ago, but it's like, um, just, just based off the fact that, um, you know, creating for him is just like effortless and limitless. And it's not really based off of just, being great or being a genius or being a genius, but just having an idea whether it's good or bad and just doing it, you know, and um, just being yourself. Uh, I, I'm inspired by all them things and uh, Pharrell and, um, you know, like doing, doing, cause I, I, I wouldn't say like, I'm a big uh, fashion person. I'm just like, I, I'm really like into just, you know, style and, and shit like that, but you know, just mm -hmm. being in the fashion world, not doing the modeling and stuff like that. Um, I don't really know who I was just inspired by. Like uh, a homie uh, really put me on when I was like really trying to get into doing uh, photos and stuff. And like I just got this one gig um, for New Balance and ID in New York, and I was probably like 2016 or 2017. I forget and i don't know it just took off it took off from there but um it I, that was definitely something that kind of like boosted my career uh mm -hmm. where you know that image was getting out there and 
you know, the music was, it was like the image and then the music. So it was just like, oh, like this rapper, like fashion guy type shit. And um, when I was putting stuff out and then they see me like in stores and stuff, it just all like kind of just made sense. Like, oh, like that's Bush Dawson and everything. So the fashion shit helped my music shit and the music shit helped my fashion shit. They fit um, each other. Yeah. And it goes back to the thing that that full package or what have you. It's not just I'm not a one trick pony. And I think I, like, again, you know, I respect people that are doing multiple things instead of just I do this. And this is the one thing that I do. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that shit's not popping anymore, it's like what you got. What else do you have? Yeah. Um, I got a few more questions for you. And um, then I'm gonna give you back the rest of your evening. Um, so is is that we talked a little bit before um we put i put the uh, record button on this is a a, a podcast uh you know for baltimore about baltimore and all of that good stuff what does it mean to, for you to be an artist from baltimore and so when you leave out of town and you're doing different things whether it be like you said the new balance gig or whether it be i'm performing here or there what does it mean to be an artist that's like i'm from west baltimore at the end of the day what does it mean for you I mean, it, I feel like it means like some kind of, you know, responsibility and it, it means just setting, just setting the example. I feel like all artists in Baltimore should try to set an example. And if you have, if you ever have that uh, opportunity or that chance to get like super successful coming from from here, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you got information in the tale to tell to the rest of like the Baltimore artists and generations of artists who won't come up. So uh, for me, like just representing Baltimore, even when I step out, it it just means, it really means everything. It, it means like, you know, I can't, you know, I don't want to put a bad name on Baltimore. It, it means just, you know, when people see when people see Baltimore, like you know, they they can feel it. Like I want people to feel it. Like I, I gotta represent Baltimore everywhere I go. So it's 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 really just all about just setting that example and like you know just like people just gotta see that. People just gotta yeah. people just really gotta see that. I, I don't really know. Like that's that's really the only thing. I feel like that's that should just be for all Baltimore artists because it's like. You know, there's it's, it's a lot of successful talents from Baltimore. And I, I ain't just saying rappers, but successful talent. But just, just the, you know, as far as hip-hop coming out of Baltimore City, you know what I'm saying? It has its, like, ups and downs and shit. But it having got to a point where, like, a constant, you know, just constant uh, superstar status energy or, you know, I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. It hasn't no, been, like... You're saying. Yeah. Ain't nobody like really like gone up, up. So I feel like for anybody who get into a certain point of success, like, you know, just have that Baltimore pride in you and, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't lose that when you were in other places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just set, Absolutely. That, just set that example. We got, we got to be able to, you know, do that shit just to tell the tale for the rest of the people. It's one of those things where I always look at it like, yo, always be authentic like you'll have people who come here from different places and i've heard it from different people whether it be in visual arts whether it be music whether it be whatever whether it be like brewing i I don't know it's weird but it's just like yo baltimore's not about bullshit baltimore is very authentic so people will come there and here and try to test their stuff out you know does this work on this like audience does this group of people they'll tell me if my shit is whack or not Mm -hmm. so 
carry that with you when you go to these other cities is, you know, kind of that that thing. Be Baltimore all the time. Don't just switch it up and suddenly, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. No, you're from West Baltimore. You're, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, real shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just really about just like, you know, let's repping where you're from, making making sure like you just leading that. You just you just set an example. Like, that's what it means for me. Like, just setting an example when just representing just representing my city just representing my city to the fullest like i'm just i want to come back home and be able to like share share this information you know what i'm saying yeah. like we one of us one of us got to you feel me so like that's that's really like the main thing like you know we the underdogs so we gotta we gotta show and prove every time we step out there so this is the last question that I have. And then um, like one of the things I like to do with any guests that I have on here, I like to give them a shameless, an opportunity to shamelessly plug anything that they have upcoming uh, projects, social media, all of that good stuff, what have you. Um, and maybe these two things tie together. So what's the song that's been stuck in your head these days? Uh, the song Babyface Ray, Free the Ghetto. Okay. Yes. You know, that's, that's just some Detroit shit. Like that's- I'm going to have to look this up now. Yeah, that's, that's, I've been fucking with that Detroit shit for for a good minute, so that's what I've been vibing with. Like, okay. my boy, my boy be going there. My boy be going there. So, shouts out to Babyface Ray. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, plug away, man. Um, I want to again thank you for coming on, but plug away, um, project, social media, all of that good stuff, and thank you again for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate you, man. Um, Butch Dawson, uh, you can put that in the search engine. Uh, find me on all social media platforms. Uh, my Twitter is Prime Lard, but everything else is Butch Dawson. Uh, Flooded Out just came out. My single uh, produced by Techline. He's also from Baltimore as well. Make sure y'all go listen to that. I uh, got that Flooded Out challenge. So uh, go to my Instagram and check out that. Um, new music on the way, new project on the way. And uh, yeah, man, that's about it. Appreciate you, Doug. Yeah, so I'm going to do my sign off. And again, thank you for coming on. Um, so for Butch Dawson, I'm Rob Lee saying that there are just dope artists of all mediums in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for them. Mm-hmm.